One Emotional Podcast, Conversations for Inspiration on the Go. We offer on-the-go inspiration because our whole heart is set on beauty and our best bets are set on art. Have you ever felt as if you're speaking with a mute button on? It's really frustrating, kind of like feeling that nobody's listening to you. Nobody's hearing you. And you could be talking and talking and sharing maybe something important. And you feel that you just have the mute button on. I felt like that in several times in my life. With family, in my career, yes, at business, um, when I needed to speak up, you know, for a special cause or something that was so, something really important for me. I felt that I wasn't being heard. Some people, it seems, could command attention while reciting a list of fertilizer chemicals. Others, for example, are ignored no matter what they have to say. There's a whole skill set involved in being heard, says John Gray, author of Why Mars and Venus Collides. It all starts with noticing how others are reacting to you. And here are a few talking points to discuss in this podcast. So number one, when you're trying to be helpful, do others avoid making eye contact with you? Have you felt that? Do they interrupt or show little interest in your point of view? You may be coming across as a know-it-all, or your advice could sound like criticism. Eventually, people may stop listening to your ideas altogether. Next time you have a suggestion, you can try asking, would you like to know what I think? Or I have a different perspective. Would you like to hear it? Another point is, for example, when, while you're talking, do people check their phones or make you feel like you're wasting their time? Tony Alessandra, author of Charisma, Seven Keys to Developing the Magnetism that Leads to Success, says you may be losing your audience due to a discrepancy in communication styles because some people respond to emotion and storytelling while others need you to get straight to the point. They're different kinds of people and they want different communication styles. So maybe you're the person that wants to arrive directly to the point and people are like, oh my God, you're lacking all the storytelling. And other people would be the opposite. They, they want, you know, the whole storytelling. So note how fast the other person speaks and try to match that speed. If you talk too slowly to a fast-paced communicator, his mind may wonder, if you talk too rapidly to a slow-paced person, that person may feel flustered and tuned out. A third point to analyze or question ourselves about is, do friends drift off while you're pouring your heart out? According to Gray, many women like to commiserate, talking about problems, not in order to fix them, but simply to share them as a way to reduce stress, to let you know, things out, to let that energy out. But some people, particularly men, could hear such talk as a burdensome request for help. Let your friend or coworker know that you just want to vent for a few minutes about what's going on because maybe other people could be giving you tons of solutions or ideas and you're like, oh no, I just want to vent out. I just want to, you know, to um, complain for a bit. I just want to let all of this energy out and I'm not necessarily looking for a solution. Or maybe you are, but you need to communicate that. You need to be assertive with that communication. 
and tell that person that that person doesn't have to say or do anything about it. So that releases that person from assuming that he must offer a solution to you. Number four is no matter what, you can't go wrong by showing interest in what other people say and making them feel important. In other words, the better you listen, the more you'll be listened to. So it's something kind of like reciprocal, right? We've all felt it when someone is listening to us. It feels really nice to be taking care of consideration and, you know, being listened. And, you know, something reciprocate for us as well to listen to another person and, you know, try to get the message of what the other person is trying to communicate. Okay? So this is specifically about communication styles. Now we can dig a little bit deeper about uh, how to make our voice heard, for example, for a cause, for something at work that you want to create, that you want to do, that you want to build. Because this point about making our voice heard, I believe we're, we're you know, as humans, we are born with this ability to have a voice, to communicate. And that communication style, it's kind of like our fingerprint. It's our own processing of information, of ideas, of our lifestyle, of our past, of the things that we've learned, of everything that has happened around us. So that communication kind of like fingertip, it's quite unique. And in the educational model that we are born into, when you go to school, what do they teach you mainly? Of course, they teach you many things and, you know, many things that you could use in life. But other things, they teach you discipline. They teach you silence. They teach you to, you know, sit tight and be quiet. And that is marked as a sign of positive obedience. And then you might get your medal or your good score for obedience at school. And the rebel, the ones that's constantly, you know, talking and expressing his or her emotions, could be sent to the principal's office or he might be, you know, expelled for a bit. So we're taught, you know, through our most important formative years, no? our, when we're young, that we need to be silent. That it's better in this world if we are silent. But I'm here to tell you that it should be the opposite. We need people to raise their voice in this world. We need people to share those ideas. We need people to convince other people about the new movement, the new way of doing things, to inspire, to motivate other people. We need people to be communicating more and more. And in this era of content, we have plenty of places to, to look for, right? There's, you know, podcasts and books, and there's YouTube, and there's Instagram and TikTok, and all of these amazing media channels that gives us, you know, a lot of content. But it's a nice invitation to kind of like be rebellious to that educational system of being silent and obedient all the time. And instead, you know, to be able to communicate our ideas, to be able to communicate our proposals, to be able to communicate things that makes us come alive, to be able to communicate new solutions for things that we might be seeing. So how can we, first of all, find, you know, this magic potion to be heard? 
So number one, which is quite important, is to speak with confidence, right? Confidence is what separates people who want from the people who achieve. It's such a valuable attribute, especially when you are trying to be heard. You should always try to speak with confidence. Believe in what you're saying and talk as loudly as you need to in order to be heard. No mumbling, which is a lesson I'm still trying to learn myself. <laughs> Remember not to stammer or use words like maybe and I guess and like and stuff like that. And don't worry if you're not actually confident in yourself. No one will notice if you just do a good job of faking it. Most of the people around you are already faking it. So why not join in? Confidence isn't supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be something that you build over time. So the more you speak up, the more you make your voice heard, the more confidence you will build and the more people that will be listening to you. So it's kind of like this ongoing circle. Number two, quite importantly, is to speak from your heart. Can you really believe in something if it's not coming from your heart? When you talk, do it from your soul. Connect with your soul. Spend more time with your soul. In that place, in that beautiful and amazing spot, is where we have all of the answers. It's this pathway and this connection to ourselves. So preach about what you believe in. That's how you get people to listen. For example, I hate writing about stuff that I'm not passionate about. My writing flows more, much more naturally when I'm tackling a subject that I'm interested or passionate in. That's why most of my writing is about teaching other things that I learned or sharing you know, the things that I've learned with other people. I've never actually wanted to be a teacher, but I'm quite curious and I like to learn more things that I would like to share them with other people. So, that if you connect with your heart to the things that really matter to you, that spark up your life, the things that make you come alive, then eventually you can share more of that and find other people that could be inspired by your same message or your same story. Number three, don't be silent. The worst thing you can do when there's something you want to say is to be silent. That feeling is terrible. It's kind of like feeling that you're being mutilated, that you are kind of like killing those parts of yourself that are so amazing and so worthy for them to come out and to become, you know, bigger, expansive and heard and eventually kind of like putting them under the rug. It's kind of like this claustrophobic effect. People stay quiet all the time because they don't think anyone wants to hear it. And sometimes you can think, well, maybe they, they don't, but as long as it's not hurting anyone, what's the harm in speaking up? Silence is often associated with compliance. That's what makes others believe that quiet people would just agree with absolutely anything. So don't let other people make the same assumptions about you. Come on, speak up, raise your voice. And if it's something that, you, that you've raised your voice and you change your mind, you can say, you know? Wise people can change their minds. Or I made a mistake. Before I used to believe in this and that. And now, because of my experience or because what I've learned or because what something regarding about your story, then it, you can realize that it's something that now you've changed your opinion about something because you've 
broaden your knowledge about it. The worst part is what happens when you've been silent for too long. People will stop expecting you to speak at all. They'll assume that you wouldn't object to this or that, so they'll do it in, and completely ignore your opinion. Make your presence known. Don't let people think that what you say doesn't matter if you don't believe it. If you believe that what you have to say doesn't matter, then eventually that's the message that you're coming across. That what you say doesn't matter. But believe in your authenticity. What you have to say is something really, really, really important. Really special. It's this unique combination of your gifts, your talents, your aha moments of your life, your learnings, your struggles, your doubts. It's part of your story. And it's worth sharing because sometimes stories is actually what changes the world. We've been from generations to generations with our ancestors. We've been educated. We've been all the knowledge that, you know, that we've had in the past was, you know, transferred from generation to generation through stories. Imagine if those people didn't have anything to say. Imagine what would happen with all the ancient wisdom that we would have lost because someone at some point in our past decided not to speak up. So it's really important to make your voice heard. What you have to say is really, really important. And number four, realize that you may be speaking for others as well. What if you're not the only one who holds your opinion? What if other people feel the same way? By speaking up, you could also be talking for a handful of others. They could even be grateful to you for speaking their minds for them. This especially goes for things like work meetings or for special causes that you may have. When you speak or make a suggestion, make sure that it's what you think is best. And make sure that it's something that, that you're convinced. You could be responsible for steering the company in a better direction. You could be responsible for creating an amazing idea for a new campaign ad. You could be responsible for um, complementing a specific part of a movement, maybe let's say the women's movement around the world. And you could be adding that extra spice that only you could add. You can even speak when you know that someone has to say but refuses to. Standing up for a friend or colleague is one way to gain confidence when you otherwise wouldn't have had it. I know it's easier said than done. I've been there. I've spent many years of my life being quiet and being silent with my voice until I realized that it was this burning desire inside that was kind of like, you know, starting to burn, 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 like in my throat, like in my soul, like in, in my insides. Until I realized that it was part of letting that message come out. And when you're living and communicating your message, I believe you feel at ease. Life is full of situations where you'll need to speak up for yourself and for others. This isn't a skill that just applies to one or two areas. And it's something that we'll always need around the road that we pass. We might always need that 
in a relationship, at work, in creating something new, in starting a movement, in trying to be the change for the world, we need to speak up. We've had amazing, amazing, amazing examples around the world. Young people. We have Malala, we have Greta, we have, you know, these amazing leaders around the world. You could be young or old, doesn't matter. But what's important was that they opened their voice and they made themselves heard. And that made a completely different play. What would have happened if Mahatma Gandhi would have been silent? What would have happened if Martin Luther King Jr. would have been silent? What would have happened if Rosa Parks had been silent? We would be lost of so many amazing movements that change the world. That's, you know, we're speaking up for human rights, for women, for animals, for race, for having women with access in education, for having better health care, for fighting white supremacy. All of these messages matter, and they matter a lot because they have changed the course of the world. So if you have a moment, I invite you to start writing and start sharing your voice. Speak up. Speak up to that unique thing that you have to share. Because the world is dying to listen to you. It's literally dying to listen to you. Start now. If not now, when? Want to keep the conversation going? Luan, the world's first emotional museum, designed a global online experience to inspire and explore. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Telegram, and visit our site at luanmuseum.com to engage creatively. <laughs>